This is Shi'ar Jeshub, coming to you from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing the Heavenly Authority series with the conclusion of my husband's sermon from 1 Kings chapter 3 on the wisdom of Solomon. When we left off, Pastor was at verse 13. Solomon, acknowledging his deficiency, has requested an understanding heart to judge God's people and discern good from evil. And the Lord is pleased and tells Solomon that not only has he given him a wise and understanding heart, but he has also given what Solomon has not asked, riches and honor. Remember our website at www shiarjashub.org. Now, here is Pastor Greg. There has to be that hunger for the leader, the desire, the wisdom that comes from God to discern, to understand, to rightly divide, to know good from evil, to have knowledge and wisdom to guide the people in God's path. A wise and understanding heart. No one else in mankind before him or after him would be like Solomon, save one. One that really had a different father. One that was like us, but really wasn't one of us because he was son of man, but he was also son of God. And so consider the condemnation upon the people that heard his words when one greater than Solomon was right there with them. And because Solomon's heart here is in the right place, concerned for the people, not himself, there's a blessing. He's going to receive that which he didn't ask for. Because he's concerned for God's people, God is concerned for him, and he'll receive the riches and the honor and the kingdom like no other king at his time. Because God cares for his leaders as his leaders care for his people. And there's another point there in the Heavenly Authority series. Verse 14, the Lord says, So if, if you walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. There's a conditional promise there, right? He'll lengthen his days as he walks. You're starting off right. Your, your request pleases me, God says, and I'll give you what you asked for to serve my people and more so. And I'll give you long life, but remember, you have to continue to walk in my ways. It's a conditional promise. Verse 15, then Solomon awoke, and indeed it had been a dream. And what does he do? And he came to where? Jerusalem. He knows what he's supposed to do, right? Where is he supposed to go? To other high places? Should he even stay at Gibeon, where the old remnants of the tabernacle are? No. He rises, he goes to Jerusalem, he stood before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, which is the center, right? That's the center of what? The most holy place, the holy of holies, the mercy seat, the center where the commandments are in there and the jar of manna and Aaron's staff. This is the spot where the presence of God comes down and dwells with men. He goes to Jerusalem, he stands before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, and he offered up birth offerings, he offered peace offerings, and made a feast for all his servants. He's in the right place, and he's about to do the right thing 
and he's going to build the one place of worship, the great temple of Jerusalem, that one place where the name of God will be. We are called to have wisdom, but not the world's wisdom. Uh, in Matthew chapter 10, chapter 10 and verse 16, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. If you go back to where we started the reading this morning in 1 Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we read about in chapter 1 uh, that God will destroy the wisdom of the wise. He will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. But then we read in chapter 2, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He says in verse 4, My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And then he goes on to say, However, we speak wisdom among you who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world, not the wisdom of the world, not the devil of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. We're supposed to learn. We are supposed to be wise, but in the Holy Spirit, comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have what? We have the mind of Christ. One greater than Solomon is here, Jesus said. He has a wisdom far surpassing Solomon's. And Paul says, we don't come with the wisdom of the world, the craftiness, the words of persuasive teaching of the world. We come in the spirit of God. But we have a wisdom different than the world's wisdom. We have the mind of Christ, the one greater than Solomon. His mind... His teaching through His Spirit is available to us that we might know. 
that we might be wise in God's ways. In James chapter 1, we'll close with that. James 1 and verse 5. What do we do if we lack that wisdom? What if we don't have the wisdom we should have in Christ Jesus? What if we don't understand? What if we don't perceive? What if we don't have spiritual eyes to see? See all the deep things, the hidden mysteries of God. What are we supposed to do? What did God say to Solomon? Ask. Right? He told him ask. And what does James tell us here as believers? He says in verse 5, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally, freely, and without reproach, and it will be given to him. There's a promise of the Scriptures. That we can have wisdom, really, that surpasses Solomon because we have the wisdom from one who is greater than Solomon. But there is a qualifier to when you ask. Verse 6, But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Double-mindedness, doubt that God will give, will stop the process. But ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Why? Because if you're God's people, if you desire to do what's right, if you desire to serve the king, if your heart is in the right place, then your heavenly father desires to give liberally to you. And if you doubt when you ask him, you doubt the very nature of God. You're double-minded. Don't think you'll receive anything. There is a wisdom available to us. I don't think the church has grasped the wisdom available not just for its leaders, but for all its people for all really are called to some type of service in Christ, there is a wisdom and an understanding of both heavenly and earthly things in Christ Jesus, the mind of Christ that's available to those who sincerely love him, sincerely love him, not those who are playing a game with him, that I don't think we begin to even grasp or comprehend. God desires us to be wise in him. Father, we pray this morning that the wisdom we lack, and we must all be honest like Solomon, because really we're all like little children, and how can we possibly do the things you set before us to do? We don't have the ability to discern, to understand, to know when to go in, when to come out, how to go in, how to come out. Father, we lack so much in understanding. And Father, we need supernatural wisdom. We need a fair heart, a just heart, the ability to discern, to know good from evil, right from wrong, to be able to judge all things, Father God, to have the mind of Christ. Lord Jesus, you are the great teacher, and we are your disciples, the students. And Lord, we know that you sent your Holy Spirit that we might be taught in this world, not just in the next, but in this world, that the spirit of truth will guide us into all truth, that he would comfort us and counsel us, that he would take that which is of you and make it known to us, 
and we repent of those times when we did not take the obligation seriously to ask and seek and knock for the fullness of your Holy Spirit, for the wisdom and understanding and spiritual truths that can only come from your Holy Spirit. We repent of the times when we were self-satisfied and we didn't understand the great obligation you've placed before every believer and seek you and the fullness of your spirit and ask you to give us the blessing of wisdom which you so liberally desire us to have, which your father so liberally desires his children to have. Shower us with your Holy Spirit and help us to be single-minded and believe you and trust you that as we say this prayer this morning, you will open our minds and our eyes and our ears to see and to hear things which is impossible for human man and woman to normally see. But you give us your spirit, and we thank you. Give us understanding in our hearts and our minds. Help our brains to work properly, to be studious and rightly divide your word, to understand and grasp. Help our hearts, Lord, to be able to be fair and just. Help our spirits to be quick and alive, to discern and understand. And give our souls wisdom, we pray. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. You can find maps and info about our services on our website at www.shiarjashub.org as well as a library archive of programs that are sure to help you in your daily Bible study. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.